Hey, do you know someone who is always negative? Are they constantly complaining and finding fault with just about everything? If so, then chances are that that person is what we call a negative thinker, and they can be extremely toxic. On this week's episode, we're going to learn that our emotions are not reality. And I'm going to show you just how important your thoughts really are and exactly how they affect the quality of your life. Stay with us. everybody out there in podcast land. I'm your host, Stephen Diamond. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you being here. And you might have seen me on the hit Netflix TV series, Tiger King 2, The Doc Antle Story. You see, I grew up performing all over the world as a professional illusionist with real lions and tigers. And on this podcast, I use the term tiger as a metaphor for all of those shadowy creatures that lurk deep inside of each and every one of us only to rear their dangerous little heads when we least expect it. You know, things like stress, depression, anxiety, shyness. And today we're going to talk about your thoughts and just how critical it is to learn to manage your thoughts. But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about what exactly I mean when I talk about negative thinkers. You see, a negative thinker is someone who habitually thinks about negative things, not only about themselves, but about the world around them. And they tend to focus on the bad rather than the good. And unfortunately, this type of thinking can have incredibly negative effects on not just their lives, but on your life as well. Now, if you're a regular listener of mine, you know that on past episodes, I have talked extensively about just how toxic being around these types of people can be to your own well-being. I personally avoid chronic toxic negative people at all costs. I just simply remove them from your life, and I advise you to do the very same thing. Just remove these people because if you don't, they will drown you in negativity that will begin to alter the way that you think and how you process information. And that ultimately is what we're going to deep dive into on today's episode. In other words, eventually you'll become one of them. You know, our thoughts are extremely powerful things. They can be positive or negative. And the good news is that is up to you. So what I bet you didn't know or understand is that thoughts can become things. Now, this next statement is life changing. So I really hope that you will listen carefully because it's been the secret to my success in life. What you think about most of the time will become your reality. Now, let's talk about that. What do you think about most of the time? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Do you even know? Have you ever sat down and did what I like to call a thought inventory analysis, a TIA, thought inventory analysis? I do this with my one-on-one coaching clients. 
Now, the very first thing that you want to do is simply train yourself to become aware of your thoughts, because once you become aware of them, you can begin making notes, either mental notes, or as I prefer to do, I either write them down on the notepad in my phone, which is what I'll do most of the time, actually, or when I'm driving, I'll sometimes record a quick audio note uh, so that I can just capture what it is I'm thinking about, and I'll go back and reflect on it and listen to it later. Now, you can develop your own method that works best for you, but the point is to eventually, over time, have a kind of recorded document that you can easily access and then use it to determine whether or not your thoughts are mostly positive or negative. Now, a really important point that I really want to drive home today is that your emotions are not reality. You see, once you have determined uh, whether you're thinking positively or negatively the vast majority of the time, you can then begin to analyze your thoughts and see what you are creating for your future. And this is where it gets really, really interesting. If you think about success, you will become successful. If you're thinking about failure most of the time, you are absolutely guaranteed to fail. And it all starts with your thoughts. Thoughts are extremely powerful because they alone determine how you feel and how you behave. Everything begins with thought. You know, Disneyland was once just a thought. It was a dream, an idea that one man envisioned could one day be a reality. He didn't know how he would do it. He didn't know how he would even pay for it. He only dreamed the dream first. He had that thought. Kermit the Frog once was just a figment of someone's imagination. Yet look at the history that magical frog has created for all the world to enjoy. And it all began with a simple thought. Jim Henson wanted to create a character that the entire world would fall in love with. And Kermit the Frog was born. He was born out of sheer will and desire. He is alive in the hearts of millions today because a brilliant creative mind dared to dream and allow his mind to wander. We have the incredible Muppets today because someone had a simple thought. It all begins with thinking. But let me tell you this. The biggest secret of your thoughts, now listen carefully, Thoughts are powerful because they affect you on a molecular level. Your thoughts can actually change you physically as well as emotionally and mentally. What other thing can you think of that can do all that? When you have a positive thought, it changes your brain chemistry and makes you feel good. When you have negative thoughts, it changes your brain chemistry and makes you feel bad. Now, thoughts are so powerful that they can actually determine your reality. Now, I want you to stop for a minute and really let that sink in. And 
To be honest with you, I feel like that it bears repeating. Thoughts are so powerful that they can determine your reality. That means the quality of your thoughts today will create the reality that you're going to live tomorrow. But the real power is in learning to manage your thoughts. And eventually, over time, you will learn how to change your physical state of being at any given moment. That's when you begin functioning as a human being on an entirely different level than most of the zombies out there. You've heard me talk about zombie nation, where people are just wandering through life aimlessly without a damn clue. Well, here's another really important fact about your thoughts. Just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. And also, just because you believe something doesn't mean it's true. But if you believe that thought deep in your soul, it will become your reality. Regardless of whether it's good for you or whether it's bad for you. Now, for those simple minds listening right now, I'm not saying that if you spend time focusing on a new car, it's suddenly going to appear in your driveway like that silly movie, The Secret. That's not going to happen. I'll give you another great example. You know all of these people who are praying every time that there's a mass shooting in America? It's just ridiculous. And it changes absolutely nothing. If you want change in your life or in the world, action is required. If you want to change, you need action, but your thoughts will create the opportunity for that action to take place. Now, I'm not saying that praying is a bad thing. I'm just saying that if you think that just by praying that it's going to stop people from going in and blowing away all of these young school children, you're fooling yourself and you are a very simple-minded person. We need to understand that first. You are not your thoughts. It's also very true that your thoughts are not you. Now, I know this is starting to get a little confusing, so stay with me because we're going to deep dive today into this topic and it's going to get a little crazy at times. You see, your thoughts and mental sensations have nothing to do with you. I'll explain what I mean. Let's say right now that you hear um, the sound of a car siren coming from outside the window. It's a really loud sound and it brings your full attention to the noise. Even though I say the sound is coming from out there, I'm experiencing it in here. What this means is that all sounds and any other sensations are internal to my field of experiencing. Thoughts are also internal to my field of experiencing. And thoughts, like sounds, are a certain kind of sensation. Yes, they're finer and more subtler sensations, but they are sensations nonetheless. When you truly begin to understand the power of your thoughts, you'll notice that each thought has a certain vibe or a texture, just like a sound. 
Some thoughts are soothing and calming, and other thoughts are more jarring and disturbing, like the car siren we talked about. But unlike sounds that we allow to come and go at will, we hold on to our thoughts. And this is human nature. We, we're hardwired in a way to allow this to happen, but it's not necessarily beneficial to us. So don't hold on to thoughts as a default reaction. Now, the reason that we do this is because we make the mistake of thinking that they are our thoughts. When you understand that thoughts are just sensations, you learn to relax. We often get caught in the trap of thinking that our thoughts are indeed our thoughts. This is a horrible habit that 99% of you listening right now do every single day and is, it's really the result of our social conditioning to think this way. It's a horrible way to process information and you must change your perspective and understand that thoughts are just sensations that pass through you. Most of us teach ourselves to identify as our thoughts and the things that we think. And that's one of the most destructive things we as humans can do to ourselves. You are not your thoughts. Here's another way of thinking about it. Let's say that you're off on a wild vacation somewhere and you decide to go for a walk in nature and you wander across some beautiful lavender and suddenly that relaxing smell just hits you and begins to soothe you and comforting. It's really soothing and relaxing and you just love that scent. What's true about this experience is that you are indeed experiencing the scent of lavender. But just because you smell lavender, it doesn't make it your lavender. Do you see what I mean? Let's say a little further down the path that you're walking on, you suddenly smell some trash. It's not your trash. It's just trash that you've wandered upon on your journey. Thoughts come and go. They vibrate in our attention span for a short while and then they seemingly disappear back into nowhere from which they came. So what is that nowhere, you might ask? I'll save that one for another episode because that is a really deep topic. But the point I want to make is that just because you realize that you are experiencing a thought doesn't make it your thought. You do not own that thought. So don't claim it as your identity or even a part of your identity. You know, I spend a lot of time inside of large corporations teaching seminars on stress in the workplace. And in teaching those workshops, I've come to realize that most people truly believe in the content of their thoughts. Now, I always ask my participants why they claim these thoughts have anything to do with them. Because your thoughts are just like a sensation in the body. Your belly might ache after a spicy meal, but you are not that meal. Your thoughts are like the sounds and smells you experience as you walk down the street. They come and go at will, but they are not you, and you do not own them. Ultimately, they have nothing to do with you. 
You are free of your mind and your body. That's a really deep topic too. <laughs> but there, this let me tell you, this episode of Thoughts is a rabbit hole. And when I was writing this, it, it, it just blew my mind in how many different episodes I could pull from this train of thought alone. Are you beginning to understand how this works? Look, I know this is some really deep stuff here. You might need to listen to this episode more than once to really grasp some of the advanced concepts that I'm explaining. But I've spent my entire life studying behavioral sciences. It's always fascinated me how our mind works and how learning to harness the power of thought can change your world completely. So, choose your thoughts wisely. That's some of the best advice that I could give you. Hey, Stephen, what happens when most of your thoughts are dark? Now, that's a real question that someone asked me in one of my recent live seminars. It's a great question that really resonated with me personally, because before I learned how to properly manage my thinking, I was living in a very dark place, both mentally and physically. So the question is, do dark thoughts impact our physical health? Yes, dark thoughts can absolutely impact our physical health. When we're stuck in a negative thought pattern, it's common to see reductions in things like your energy levels, even increased anxiety or depression symptoms. You uh, might have a really difficult time sleeping well, and you might even have some gastrointestinal issues. In fact, one recent study found that people who ruminate on their negative experiences have a greater risk of developing heart disease. Now, think about that. My father died of heart disease. And when I read this study, it caused me to think back and wonder if my father was a negative thinker. Now, I don't think he was because I never got any kind of vibes like that from him. But sometimes people process information differently internally than what they express outwardly towards their friends and family. So you never really know. So if you find that you're stuck in a cycle of negative thinking, it's really important, almost critical I would say, to learn how to really change that toxic behavior that you've been socially conditioned to perform. So what is the main cause of negative thinking? Well, there are many causes of negative thinking. And unless we were face to face, it would be nearly impossible for me to be able to pinpoint any specifics that are responsible in your particular situation and life. However, in general, it can be the result of a traumatic experience such as abuse or neglect of any kind. It can also be the result of negative messages that you received from your family or friends during childhood. Additionally, negative thinking can be the result of stress, anxiety, and or depression. However, the single most common cause of negative thinking is simply a lack of knowledge. Now, can you believe that? But it's true. Surprisingly, most people don't realize that thoughts are powerful and that they can control their thoughts. 
As a result, they allow their negative thoughts to run wild and unchecked and create all kinds of havoc in their lives, which in turn translates into the sensation we all know as suffering. So how can we begin the process of transforming ourselves from someone who just believes every thought we have, which is most people by the way, into a more advanced thinker who understands just how important the skills of curating your thoughts truly is. The truth is that in this short format, it's not easy to really teach everything that you need to know. That's why I created Life Skills Masterclass. In my online training program, I teach you exactly how to not only manage your thoughts, but I teach you an even more valuable skill of learning how to manage your state of being. That's where the real transformation begins. I hope you'll check out my online course, and if you need a more advanced, personalized solution, I have a great one-on-one coaching program that will have you seeing real tangible results in your life very quickly. In the meantime, I wanted to pass along some helpful tips that will get you started on changing the way you think. Now, the first thing that you'll want to do is to learn to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is a form of meditation that allows you to focus on the present moment and let go of negative thoughts to help change our mood. That's a really important thing because as you've learned in my other episodes, when you teach yourself to become present moment aware, you actually put yourself back into the driver's seat and it gives you the opportunity to decide what path you want to take instead of taking the path that your mind just naturally presents to you. And in that is where true power lies. The next thing I want to share with you is learning to identify your triggers. Now, I have a whole episode on triggers, so if you don't understand completely and fully what triggers really are, go back and find that episode and listen to my trigger episode because I will explain to you in great detail what triggers are and what to do with them. So with your triggers, what's really important is to understand what situations or events tend to trigger your mind chatter. That's what you want to look for. What negative belief is holding you back? Once you know what these are, you can begin to avoid them and have a plan in place to deal with them more effectively. What you're really looking for is an example of what triggers you or causes your irrational thoughts. Next, talk to someone. Sometimes it can be helpful to talk to someone about what's going on in your head. This could be a friend a family member, or an experienced coach who will listen, offer support, hold you accountable, and teach you the skills that you really need to change your life. One of the most important things that you can learn to do is challenge your thinking. Are your thoughts mostly based on facts or emotions? And did you clearly hear me when I told you at the beginning of this episode that emotions are not reality? That's really true. 
When you get caught up in this mind frame of thinking, I want you to stop yourself and ask yourself, what evidence do you have that supports your thoughts? Are there other ways to look at the situation that might provide more information that would allow you to think more critically and maybe come to a different conclusion based on the facts? And facts are a really difficult topic in there in and of themselves, especially in the environment in which we're living right now. And what I want to tell you about facts is that when I say facts, I'm not talking about things that you believe are true. I'm talking about the truth. And just because you think something is true doesn't mean that it is. So it's important to look for the evidence. Look for the evidence that will support your thought process and learn to use your mental filters. And finally, practice self-compassion be kind to yourself. Negative self-talk and negativity in general, especially negative beliefs, only make things worse. Talk to yourself the way that you would talk to a close friend or someone that you love. Would you say the things that you're saying to yourself to someone that you really care about? If not, why are you saying them to yourself? This kind of all or nothing thinking never works. Which brings us to a very important question to answer today. Why is self-compassion so important? I personally believe that compassion in general is what this world needs more of. But specifically, self-compassion is so important because it allows you to have a more realistic view of yourself. We're often our own worst critics and can be really hard on ourselves. This negative self-talk only makes things worse and can prevent us from actually fulfilling our true potential in life. Now, the three most important things to understand about self-compassion are the following. Number one, you are not alone. Every human being struggles with negative thinking patterns, and there is no quick fix. You're not the only one who feels this way or even experiences this. Everyone does. It's a part of the human experience. And even though the things that you experience may be unique to you and your specific journey, the process of being a human is the same for all of us. Number two. Your mistakes do not define you. We all make mistakes, even me. What counts is how you learn from them and move on. Don't waller in your mistakes and don't allow yourself to ruminate over and over and over on what happened in the past. It's the past. Let it go and move on. Make yourself better. Continue your evolution and support yourself by learning the skills that will foster positive thinking. When you do that, you will begin over time to see your life change. Number three, give yourself permission to be imperfect. It's okay to be imperfect. It's essential to your growth and development. Embrace your flaws and work on improving them. Look, I wish I had a full head of hair, but the truth is I don't. So 
I've lived for decades by this saying, and I don't know where I picked it up, but it cracks me up every time I say it. And when I say it on stage, it just brings the house down. But one of the best pieces of advice that I could ever give you is if you can't hide it and you can't lose it, decorate it. That's what I've done and it's worked for me. Another question that I get a lot from my live seminar participants are, what are the best methods for thinking more effectively? Now again, this is a really deep topic and for the real meat and potatoes on this, you should really check out lifeskillsmasterclass.com. You'll get a seven day trial for just $1 and you can cancel at any time with just one click. But here are some simple things to keep in mind. Be patient. Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes time to learn how to think more effectively and release those negative feelings from your life. Just keep practicing and be patient with yourself. Next, I want you to be persistent. Don't give up if you find it difficult at first. Like anything else, it takes time and practice to get better at this. And finally, seek help. If you're struggling, don't hesitate to seek out professional help. Mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. The right therapist can teach you how to change your thinking patterns and improve your life. And if you want to know how to find the right therapist that's right for you and your specific situation, guess what? I have an entire episode on that very topic, so be sure to check that one out too. But in the meantime, changing the way you think can be challenging, but it's so worth it in the end. Trust me on this. Your life will begin to improve in so many wonderful ways once you learn how to process information more effectively. So be patient. Your thought pattern will change in time. So if you know someone who is always negative, be sure to encourage them to listen to this week's episode of What the Tigers Taught Me. It could make a world of difference in their lives. And if you're a negative thinker yourself, don't worry. We have plenty of resources on my website to help you turn that all the way around. Visit stephendiamond.com. Visit today for more information. Remember, it only takes the desire to change and the persistence to see it through, and before long, you'll be living the life you've always dreamed of. I am, and so can you. I'm Stephen Diamond, and I want to thank you so much for sharing just a little bit of your day with me. And remember to be kind to everyone you meet. We're all experiencing some really tough stuff on the inside these days. More love and compassion, in my opinion, is the only answer. Take care of yourself and each other, and I'll see you next week. (laughs) 